from Heterodox Academy. This is Half Hour of Heterodoxy. Conversations with scholars and authors. Ideas from diverse viewpoints and perspectives. Hey everyone, this is Deb Mashik, the Executive Director of Heterodox Academy, and I wanted to take a few minutes to talk with our Heterodox community about our upcoming HXA 2019 Annual Conference, and I'm joined today by Karen Gillow, the Director of Communications at Heterodox Academy. How are you doing today, Karen? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Deb? I'm well. I'm really excited about this conference coming up on June 20th and 21st. And it's open to everyone. And we're expecting, of course, as we were last year, 300 members, community leaders, administrators, philanthropists, and students. And we're really excited to discuss the key issues surrounding open inquiry, viewpoint diversity, and constructive disagreement in the academy. Saying this, uh, why don't you say why you think everyone who cares about these issues should really make sure that they're in the room this year? It's a great question. So there are all sorts of conversations popping up across the nation about the role of inquiry and speech issues and academic freedom. And this conference really represents the one opportunity for people who love the academy to come together to think together about how to how to really forefront and protect and celebrate and make possible true open inquiry in our scholarship and our teaching. Um, and, and so we bring the community together, dedicate a day and a half to to these conversations. And uh, you know, anyone who cares about the academy and cares about these issues is welcome, and we're excited to welcome as many voices as possible into the conversation. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, one of the things is that we've really grown and evolved over the last year. And, you know, we've mentioned this before, but through our work and research, we've really found that, you know, to solve the world's greatest problems, not only do we need more points of view in the room, but also, you know, diversity in almost everything, gender, race, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, religion, academic disciplines, and more. So, how do you think we've reflected this in our panels and sessions? I mean, the whole point of trying to solve the world's greatest problems, including trying to figure out how to advance open inquiry in the academy, we absolutely need diverse people with diverse perspectives coming together, thinking together in conversation. And the the lineup, if you look at the lineup at the panel, represents that. So we see a broad range of perspectives represented, a broad range of institutions represented, everything from huge R1s, so the big research universities, and and including community colleges and small liberal arts colleges, because while these issues are cross-cutting uh, across the academy, the, the kinds of questions and insights that are being asked at different kinds of institutions are different. And we also have a lot of different roles represented, so not just faculty voices, but there are also administrators who are there, uh, student affairs staff, for instance, um, diversity officers, and also students this year sharing their perspectives on what it's like for them to bring, um, to, to advance open inquiry on their campuses. And just the, the lineup itself is demographically diverse too. Yeah. And so with that, do you think you can sort of give us a little more information or be a little more specific about kind of what kind of conversations people can expect to leave with after the conference and you know, helping them expanding their knowledge and helping them find solutions in their communities. So we, what we've done really is um, try to curate a series of conversations that will help 
all of us think more deeply and perhaps leave with more questions than answers. Um, some of the the panels I'm particularly excited to to listen in on. One has to do with the relationship between viewpoint diversity and other forms of diversity. So in some conversations, those have been um, framed as being antagonistic toward each other, that you can either be for viewpoint diversity or you can be for other important kinds of diversity. And so we're bringing people um, together who, who see a wide range of answers or insights there um, to see to see what bubbles up. Another topic that we're going to explore through a plenary panel is this question of who decides. Um, so th- is it true that all viewpoints are welcomed on campus um, in our research disciplines, in our classrooms, or is it that there is discretion and decisions being made? And, you know, we want to have a conversation. Well, who, who does decide and how are those decisions made and in what way is the broader uh, campus community involved in them. And then also, you know, one of the pieces of feedback we heard last year from the conference is that um, we would like to celebrate more models of people doing um, doing well in this space. And so, you know, one of the panels will be talking about the stresses, the strains, and mo- most importantly, the success stories. So being able to to talk about what, what it's actually been like on the ground for those institutions who are trying to make constructive change in the open inquiry space. Yes, I think, you know, one of the greatest things about that conference is really, you know, one of our, of course, core uh, principles is really fostering the communities of practice. And so, you know, I think those connections and relationships that will be formed are really important. Um, You know, not only are we expanding our annual conference, of course, we are also celebrating our Open Inquiry Awards winners with a dinner on Thursday evening. Why should people not only register for the conference, but join us for the Open Inquiry Awards? Uh, let's see, because everybody likes to celebrate, right? And likes to come. I don't know if that's true. But I think um, the awards dinner is just a, a chance for us to pause as a community and take stock of what, you know, where we are in the in the bigger arc of, of this question on campus and to celebrate the successes. Like you said, there are so many um, amazing stories of individuals and campuses who are doing this tough work. And I won't I won't say who who will be celebrated this year, but it's it's really amazing, an amazing lineup. Um, and this year at the awards dinner, something we're doing differently than last year is for having a keynote address. And this year it's by one of my all-time heterodox heroes, David Brooks, the New York Times columnist. And he'll be reflecting on why why viewpoint diversity, why open inquiry, why all of this matters um, in college and beyond. And he'll be interviewed by Andrew Morantz, one of the authors for The New Yorker. So it's going to, it promises to be an amazing conversation. I look forward to being in the room for that and to celebrating all the accomplishments with all of our guests. So Deb, tell us about some of the big names that people should be excited about seeing at the conference. I mean, the lineup is really stellar. So if you want to see the full lineup, go to the conference website, look under the sessions and it just, I am totally in awe and filled full of gratitude that all these folks are going to be in New York with us on the 20th and 21st. Um, some of the, the, you know, headliners include David Brooks and Andrew Morantz, who I mentioned earlier. Also, Lynn Pascarella, who's the president of the Association of American Colleges and Universities. So really on the, the front lines of thinking about 
um, thinking about the academy and the and where the academy is going. Um, Jennifer Senior from the New York Times, Stephen Pinker, Dan Magola from UC Berkeley, Nicholas B from Reason. It's really just the kind of people who like to think and who like to engage and do it civilly and respectfully and are, are going to be pushing our, our thinking. And I, I can't wait. Are there going to be opportunities for people to connect to each other and form connections? Or is it really just going to be about talking heads and panels? Well, okay. So one of the big pieces of feedback we got after last year's conference was that the content was amazing, but um, having all these people in the room, there there were totally insufficient opportunities for them to connect with each other. There was barely even time to go to the bathroom, to be quite honest. Um, so we've changed that in the lineup this year and in the format. So there'll be opportunities like a member mixer with Jonathan Haidt um, on Thursday afternoon. And we also are having a breakfast roundtables. Um, so participant idea exchanges where the guests at the conference have put together a nice set of 20 different discussion topics. So people who are interested in those topics can gather and discuss over, over breakfast. There will also be a number of receptions and um, non-programming during the lunch. So people can actually talk to each other, explore ideas, figure out possible research collaborations, teaching collaborations, and, and so on. Our deadline is imminent. It's May 31st. Yes, register today. Uh, the URL is heterodoxacademy.org backslash conference. And if um, you're like me and you get confused about which way is the backslash, you can also just go to heterodoxacademy.org and it's the first link at the top of the navigation bar. We hope that everyone will join us and we look forward to seeing them in June. Yeah, we'll see you there. This podcast is produced by Heterodox Academy. Find us online at heterodoxacademy.org, on Twitter at HDX Academy, and on Facebook.